This week in the Gospel of Mark, we're reminded that the end of the world could come at any moment. Like now. Or maybe now. You're listening to The Weekly Word with Chris Mueller from Everyday Catholic. You know, I have a confession to make. We started putting up our Christmas decorations about two weeks ago. And I've been listening to Christmas music since about November 1st. Why? Well, it's 2020. And quite frankly, I'm over it. I think most of us are. But here's the thing. We're not quite to Christmas yet. No, before Christmas, the church wisely asks us to travel through Advent. And Advent is joyful too, but it's a time of preparation. It's a time when we're called to make a hard assessment of our lives and look not just to the celebration of Christmas we expect on December 25th and the days after, but also towards Jesus' second coming and the end of this age. Now, as much as I'm over 2020, I still need Advent. I don't get to skip it. Jesus reminds us in Mark 13, 33 through 37, that when he comes again, it'll be unexpected. I mean, he literally says, be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. You know, the phrase constant readiness keeps popping into my head. Now, yeah, it's a military phrase that might seem odd when we're talking about the gospel. But remember, the church on earth is described as the church militant. And St. Paul in Ephesians 6 makes it very clear that we're engaged in spiritual battle. For our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities, with the powers, with the world rulers of this present darkness, with the evil spirits in the heavens. Therefore, put on the armor of God that you may be able to resist on the evil day. But the reality is, staying in a position of constant readiness is hard. It doesn't happen by accident. No, it's a deliberate choice and it requires intentional action. It takes a plan. And we can break it down into three steps. One, building initial readiness. Two, increasing readiness. And three, sustaining readiness. We would be wise to prepare ourselves for the coming of Christ in this way. And building readiness in terms of the military includes providing initial training and testing along with proper resourcing so that the warfighter can progress to advanced training. Now, as a Christian, I think we can translate that to the need to take the time to build a solid foundation. It's about accepting the gospel, accepting the lordship of Jesus in our lives and inviting the Holy Spirit to reign in us. In this state, we need to know the fundamentals of our faith and practice them. The scripture should become familiar to us. We should know the teachings of the church. The routine of faith should be well established and lived out through regular attendance at mass, frequent confession, and daily prayer. I mean, the truth is, none of these things take place in a vacuum, though. Jesus made it very clear through his witness and teaching that community plays a foundational role in the life of his followers as well. See, he formed community amongst the apostles. He sent them out in twos. He told them that where two or more are gathered, they would find him. The truth is, community is fundamental as well. Now, the reality is most of us would make incredible strides toward readiness if we just focused on foundations this Advent. Most of us would benefit greatly from admitting that we need to get ready and by adopting a plan to grow in relationship with Christ, in knowledge of the faith, and to form deeper community. But here's the thing. Once that foundation is established, well, that doesn't mean we're done. In 1 Corinthians, St. Paul reminds us that we're not supposed to stay on milk forever, 
but we're supposed to progress to solid food. Our faith should grow and mature. So far from sitting back and relaxing, we need to move from building readiness to increasing readiness. In terms of the military, that would include advanced individual and unit training, testing, and proper resourcing, so that the warfighter would be qualified and resourced to deploy with their units. What does that mean to us? It means we need to move from the fundamentals into advanced training as well. That means a deeper prayer life. It means looking to the lives of the saints and holy readings. It means seeking to live a life reliant on, inspired by, and led by the Holy Spirit. It means being part of and moving with a community of faith. Informed in the church teachings, we now need to live our faith led by the Spirit, and we need to deploy into the world. In this phase, we'll run into opposition, but if we have been truly formed, it'll be less offensive personally because we know so profoundly who we have been created to be in Christ Jesus. In a way, the church in the West has sort of institutionalized this process. As infants, we're baptized. We're given the faith, and from baptism to confirmation, we should be formed in relationship with Christ. The focus of these years should be on building initial readiness, the fundamentals. Confirmation, however, usually in the teen years, marks a moment when the Christian moves from initial readiness to increasing readiness. Now, finally, it should be noted that the work of readiness is never complete. It must be sustained. And that includes continual training. It includes deeper study. It includes habitual prayer and frequent reception of the sacraments. It includes spiritual direction and discernment. It means recognizing when the spiritual life becomes stale. And it includes the mature struggle to continue out of love for Christ. Readiness is not an accident. It's not something that happens by merely going through the motions. It requires dedication. It requires a plan. Involves a progression and growth. But one last thought. This comparison, it isn't quite perfect. Faith isn't exactly like training to deploy in the military or training for athletics or really anything else. And the difference is simple. You can't make yourself a saint. Only God can. So train, be disciplined, lean into community. But above all, give permission to the Lord to move and work in you and through you. Give him permission to make you a saint. This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.